Hello, everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of Prospects After Dark. It is March 19th. We have a lot to go over. We have uh, Carson Kelly's demotion to Memphis to go over. We have a 40-man crunch. Uh, we have backup catcher to talk about. Uh, for everyone who doesn't know, uh, we record this on Periscope on Monday nights at 8.30, and then we turn it into a podcast later on in the week so that you can listen to it. Uh, we're still trying to work out some of the kinks, but uh, we're going to get through it. Uh, first things first, to the other 21 owners in our Fantasy Baseball League, great work, guys. Uh, we're grinding along. We'll get through it. Be patient. But the Prospects After Dark Fantasy League is plowing along. Uh, what up, friggin' cards, man? Nice to hear from you. Uh, where did Bregman go? Hi, Cardinals Gifts. Uh, that's from GM Gersh. I had a Bregman jersey behind me, and Bregman's gone. Uh, We've decided that for the sake of the Cardinals season, we're going to go ahead and put the uh, the Bregman jersey down for a while. Uh, good to see the Lankford jersey going solo. I think that that's going to be a hit tonight. I think that's why we ended up doing it. Um, again, we've got so much to talk about. Uh, I know Cards Gifts had a little, uh, a little thing that we wanted to go over. Uh, we'll get to that here in a little bit. But first and foremost, Gyro Munoz is a hot, hot topic among Cardinal fans. Uh, are we draining your phone battery? I have my phone plugged in to my uh, my laptop. It's an inside joke. Remember, uh, for the prospects to be named or the prospects after dark fantasy team, what stays in the chat, what happens in the chat stays in the chat. Uh, J. David Reed asked about Gyro Munoz, and more importantly, he wanted to know about Gyro Munoz's defensive proficiency and uh, is. If he's re relocated, how much of a liability will it be? Uh, that's a really, really interesting question. So the Cardinals have been pumping Gyro Munoz as a super utility player hard. I personally do not quite agree with it. If you go off of every scouting report on Gyro Munoz from the get-go, it'll tell you that he's an average defensive player and he might have a little bit of a concentration issue. Now, as you get older, that changes. It seems like most of that's gone away. Uh, but to put him in center field and to rely, him, rely on him to play shortstop on a regular basis at this point might be a little weird. You know, Gyro hasn't played much center. He's played a little bit, but not enough where you'd feel super comfortable with it. So what I will say is I respect the Cardinals for giving a prospect that they're high on every chance of making the Major League roster or an immediate Major League impact. What I will say is, as a Cardinal fan, I am tired of so many prospects getting moved around uh, and not getting a chance to develop fully at their position. The Cardinals have a hole at third base. Put them over at third base. Let them develop. Get them ready to go. Uh, uh, Mo's algorithm says, who, Lankford? Uh, uh, he, Ray Lankford is the, uh, the greatest center fielder in the history of the Cardinals. Uh, yo, what's up, chat? Oh, Midmo, uh, Midmo Cardinal said, yo, what's up, chat? Uh, you should draft Greg Garcia Mose. Again, guys, we'll, uh, we'll get into plenty talk about the draft, but right now let's focus on this stuff. Um, somebody says the movies behind me aren't in alphabetical order. You're 100% correct. I don't know what order they're in. I know that down here in this section, uh, the second level or the, the, I don't even know. Let's not talk about that. I'm waiting for wings right now. Ooh, what kind of wings? Uh, is Munoz a better outfielder than Jose? Uh, it's a push, I'll say right now. I think Munoz can be a better outfielder than Jose. Jose Martinez, that is. Uh, it just, right now, there's there's plenty more development for Munoz. If he had more 
more reps in the outfield, I'd feel more comfortable with that, but he doesn't have a lot. I'm guessing you aren't an Edmonds fan. No, I love Jim Edmonds. As I said on the last Periscope, uh, he's a surefire Hall of Famer in my book eventually. I was just getting a rise out of whoever it was that said Ray Langford, uh, asked who Ray Langford was. I think it was Moe's algorithm, <gasps> pardon me, poking at me. Uh, are you a giant or do you have tiny movies? It's both. I am both a giant and I have tiny movies. No, it's just the stupid Periscope camera. See, they're normal size. I mean, they're, they're not, they're just DVDs. They're not anything cool, but yeah. Uh, hey Kyle from Forever Cards. What's going on, Forever Cards? How are you? Welcome to our little shindig here. Welcome aboard, sir. The, uh, the saliva is warm, as it were. Uh, let's see. Moe's algorithm, good choice of, oh, I, I missed it, Moe's. Which kind of wings did you get? Uh, do you need glasses? You squint a lot. I absolutely, absolutely need glasses. Uh, but also, I'm trying to read the stupid thing off of a, uh, a phone camera about three feet, four feet away from me, uh, on, on my screen on my phone. And, uh, it's tough. Uh, it's tough to read that. Fly the L asks, Munoz as backup to DeYoung at shortstop. Very much a possibility. I would think that the Cardinals would exhaust Greg Garcia. Uh, but I would think that Munoz would get a chance. Uh, his giant avocado head makes it hard to tell. That's true. My giant avocado head does make it hard to tell. Uh, Nicole, hello, welcome. Nice to see you. Uh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, see, it's, I, I know, N A, oh, Nate, we'll call you Nate underscore. Uh, I know, it's tough. Now, if you want to know about my avocado head, we'll take off the hat for just a little bit. I, I'm very proud of my weird shape and head. But think of my head as an avocado, but in reverse. Again, this is the part where it goes up and then it goes down. Uh, so that's why everything looks out of, like, uh, out of proportion behind me. It's it's a total mess what I've got going on. Uh, does Wisdom play first at Memphis, then, if Munoz is down? Uh, my guess is that if Munoz, uh, if Munoz goes down, Munoz gets a little time at short, he gets a little time at third, Wisdom gets some time at first, Wisdom gets some time at third. Remember, if the Cardinals option Luke Voigt down, they need to have a spot for Luke Voigt, and that'd be first base. So, I mean, maybe, maybe Voigt gets some time out in the outfield too, but, uh, at Memphis, but the, the Cardinals have a cluster of decisions to make with their minor league roster. And a lot of that's gonna have to do with long-term minor league, uh, free agents, long-term minor league 4A players. And it's gonna be interesting to see how it all shakes out. Uh, where has Max Schrock been? Max Schrock has been nursing an oblique injury. Uh, he got back to full strength and then he kinda had to back off because he pushed it a little too hard. Um, yeah, he, from what I understand, he's participating in the minor league portion of uh, camp, so he's healthy. We just didn't get to see him. Randy Rosarina is smashing in spring training. Who's better, Bader or Rosarina? Right now, it's Harrison Bader, absolutely, but I think Randy Rosarina can be better. Uh, the thing I said in our group chat today about Randy Rosarina, don't forget with Randy that up until one month ago, he was still playing competitive baseball. And I bring that up because that means that Randy is, he's, he didn't have the layoff that a lot of other prospects have. He didn't have a lot of catching up to do like a lot of other prospects have. Uh, he, he's still, he's ahead of a season development. Uh, but right now it is absolutely Harrison Bader. We're getting way distracted. We're getting into questions. Uh, we're getting, we're getting into questions we need to get into bourbon. Uh, first off, our bourbon tonight is Elijah Craig Single Barrel. I think it's Single Barrel. Our small batch. No, small batch. My bad. I don't even know what I'm drinking. Uh, it's a solid bourbon, about 30 bucks on sale. Uh, as uh, that, that Drunken Cards fan tweeted at me last week, all bourbon that's less than 50 bucks is probably uh, trash. But I'll tell you what, if you're Big Bang balling on a budget, 
Elijah Craig's small batch goes a long way. Drink. Mm. It's solid. Normally I drink it straight, but tonight I've got some ice cubes in there. Uh, look, you can't go wrong with bourbon. Uh, good old Dickel 12 for here. Yeah, 12-year George Dickel. There we go. Is it the rye? I love George Dickel. I already have the alcohol out. Don't waste any time. It's, yeah, see, no. That's because of one episode we had to go and get a refill, and that was a distraction. That was too much for me, so now we keep it right here. Uh, there are rules in the chat, Moes. Uh, who gets DFA'd for Pena? Darian Gonzalez, right? 23, not past A-ball. That's a great question. The, the who gets DFA'd is the most important question because the simple answer is no one gets DFA'd. They could backdate Alex Reyes's 40, or his, uh, his DL stint to as far back as February and then bring him up on May 1st if they wanted to. Uh, let, me, let me rephrase that. I'm om I feel confident in that. I've done a ton of research, and that's what it seems like the case is, as long as he doesn't make a debut in a minor league game. And he hasn't. He's pitched on the backfields. Uh, he's still getting over the uh, um, still getting over uh, the Tommy John. He's still recovering from Tommy John. So my guess is, if if they don't have to DFA anyone, they won't. They'll just put Alex Reyes back on the sixty man and then pull him May first when he's ready to go. Uh, if they end up doing someone, uh, Darian Gonzalez might be an answer. The Cardinals were super impressed with Darian. They like George Lucas. They have left-handed depth issues. Every team needs another lefty, so I don't think it'll be Ryan Sheriff. Uh, I would personally DFA Bravik Valera, uh, but again, the most important thing is I believe, I'm pretty sure that the Cardinals, if they wanted to, could uh, put Alex Reyes as a backdated 60-man. 60-day uh, DL, I mean. And that's the smart move. Uh, Bader needs to go away, Nicole says. Nicole is not a fan of Harrison Bader. Uh, that just delays the decision. When Reyes comes up, someone has to go. But remember, if they pull Reyes off of the 60-day DL on May 1st, then they could start his uh, like a rehab assignment on May 1st, and that would go all the way to June 1st. And you're right, it delays the decision, but it also allows the decision to work itself out a little bit, right? Um, it That means that, you know, right now, while, while everyone is, uh, like, Right now, while everyone is performing well and the decision's really hard, in a month, anything could happen. In a month, someone could get hurt, and you could have to put them on the 60-man, the, and then at that point, you could bring Reyes in. You're right, it might delay the decision, but time is a beautiful, beautiful commodity. Uh, one thing I want to say real fast. Uh, it's been a little bit since our boy at Birds on the Black, Zach Gifford, has, uh, ha has had time, because of how life is, to write anything. And he wrote an article today about spin rate, about Mike Maddox, and how it's going to affect the Cardinals. And everyone needs to check that out. Uh, it is a damn treat to have Zach riding again. And we're all better off for it. We're all, we're all smarter fans. Uh, but the gist is of, and you know, spoiler alert here, but the gist is of Zach's wonderful article that, you know, Mike Maddox is a big fan of adopting the high fastball with the high spin rate. And it might not necessarily work for the Cardinals. And you should definitely read the article uh, to find out because it's fantastic. Uh, oh, somebody likes my head. Hey, Cardinals Gifts, thank you for being here and liking my head. That's really wonderful. Uh, I hate my head. I hate my head. Uh, Cardinals Gifts is absolutely the best. We, we've talked about that. Uh, Springfield rotation from our buddy Ben Cerruti. Uh, ben. Yeah, so the, the thing is... Ben, when you ask me these questions, sometimes they're like five deep, right? Uh, so you're going to start with, uh, I'll say Connor Green, Jake Woodford, 
Junior Fernandez, uh, Michael Riley. Uh, what's the name of the pitcher, uh, Ellis, who will go right back to Springfield unless they decide to make him a bullpen arm, uh, which I, Chris Ellis, which I haven't heard anything about. Uh, they'll probably nurse John Kilachowski up. Connor Jones will be there. Uh, so it'll be something, something like that. Uh, my guess is John Kilachowski starts in Palm Beach as, uh, as do some of the other options, but we'll say right now, depending on where Ryan Helsley goes, uh, you're talking about Junior, Woodford, O'Reilly, Jones, and uh, I said someone else. I'm so stupid. Yeah, you'll put it together. I'm so stupid. Sorry about that. Um, uh, a lot of questions about Carson Kelly coming in. Uh, where will Gomber be then? I would almost guarantee that Austin Gomber starts the year in Memphis. There isn't a reason to bring him back down to Springfield. That doesn't do anyone uh, do anyone any good. Uh, let's see. Eric says, uh, I like Woodford. I like Woodford as well. And Woodford made a really solid impression on the Cardinals. That's a great sign. Uh, really, really interesting kid who could come a long way. A lot of people ask with Woodford, can he make the jump that Jack Flaherty did? I think that's aggressive. Remember, Jack Flaherty's kind of a, he's an advanced talent. Uh, but he could definitely jump up through the, uh, the organization. Mike Mayers, in or out? Right now, if everyone's healthy in the bullpen, Mike Mayers is out. But if they would need a call-up in the bullpen, he'd be the first one up. Cameron Rupp, instead of, uh, Cameron Rupp uh, as a backup instead of Francisco Pena. Uh, I personally like it. I think it makes the team better. Uh, but again, it, it doesn't matter who the backup catcher is. That person is not going to be afforded enough time to carve out a little niche for themselves. So let Cameron Rupp develop somewhere else. Let him get a chance to play and bring up the lineage kid who only needs to play seven innings a week. Uh, any Seth Beer updates? Seth Beer had a rough weekend for Clemson. Uh, while the Clemson basketball team was rolling, Seth Beer was not. Seth Beer struggled, but Clemson got a couple wins. Uh, how do you feel about the MLB starting pitching depth now as opposed to the beginning of spring training? I still like it. I still think it's really, really good. It's, it's about the same... Uh, I tend to not like change my perception on things during about spring training uh, in any regard. Uh, no place for Mayers. The question with the bullpen is if Gregerson will close now that he's healthy. I believe I still believe it's going to be Leon. Uh, also, thanks for the shout out earlier. Oh no, uh, Zach! Thank you so much, brother. You're an incredible, incredible man. I, I thank you so much for uh, for supporting me. And what a lot of people don't know about Zach Gifford is Zach has been a big catalyst. Uh, in, in encouraging me constantly to keep riding and keep doing my thing. Uh, so I've got nothing but love for Zach Gifford. Uh, really, don't think we should trade Carson Kelly. He's valuable to us. Just got to be patient. Carry on cards. I completely agree. Remember, if there's one thing we've learned as Cardinal fans about catching depth in the minor leagues, and granted, none of the catchers that have come up over the last couple years or have been prospects in the minor leagues over the last couple years are to the caliber that Carson Kelly and Andrew Kisner are, but you can never have enough catching depth because those guys, catching depth is so rare. You know, that's the thing about Carson Kelly. That's why they hold on to Carson Kelly last year. Because even if he doesn't pan out, he's still more valuable to them than he is to any organization. And the trade value will never be as much as it is to him in the organization. Uh, I hold on to him, both of them for now. But there's still plenty of time. You know, sometimes we get caught up in immediate roster decisions uh, when we don't have to. Uh, you know, uh, there's still plenty of time. Wait and see how it all goes. 
Are good catchers are hard to come by in the in the majors? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, with the recent moves in the rotation, uh, is the rotation pretty set with Carlos Wacaueno, Michaelis, and Weaver? Absolutely. Those are your five starters to start the year. Uh, remember, anything could change in one month time. Anything could change in one week time. Uh, and you know what? I personally been standing pat on that. Staying pat on that. I like those five. We'll see what happens. They're going to be interesting to watch. Is Kisner far behind Kelly defensively? So, spoiler alert, my write-up for Andrew Kisner will be on Wednesday. He is our number five prospects on the Dirty 30 prospect countdown. And uh, the short answer is no, it's not that far behind. Kisner's arm's better than I think anyone gives him credit for. Um, his So the one area where... where Kelly had like a huge advantage over Kisner is blocking the ball. And Carson Kelly's really struggled this year. And Kisner's taken a lot of steps forward. Um, I would say that he's not that far behind. He is still a little far behind. Uh, and he needs to get better. They all need to get better. You can never be a good enough catcher. Uh, I've heard he has issues blocking the ball via telecast the other day. I do, guys, Cardinal says, Cardinal Gift says, I do love Andrew Kisner. He's one of my favorite prospects. Uh, again, that's the thing with with Andrew Kisner. He has a little trouble blocking balls. Keep in mind, he's only been catching for three years. He's always played the infield, and he's used to picking balls. Ah, can't say picking balls. Kisner picks balls. This is the Kisner picks balls episode of Prospects After Dark. Ah, what a disaster. Uh, but he's used to backhanding and swiping at, at at grounders that he can't reach to, or he can't you know he can't get in front of. So it's been a little bit of a learning curve for him, and he's getting better at it, and that's what you want to see. Uh, no, he loves Bader, or Cardinals gifts from Nicole. I, I do like Harrison Bader. I would say I'm less high on him than I am on, on uh, a lot of other people, and I might not be as big of a fan of him as some other people are, but he's a good player. Has OPS, uh, his OPS has been off the charts, though, for show. Uh, thoughts on Solaire's powerful spring? Graham, you and I have talked about Soler a lot. I like I like him a lot. Does Kisner's bat project at first base long term? I, uh, Jay David, I do not believe that his power projects long term. So what I will tell you is on Wednesday, I'm really, really proud of the player comparison I did with Kisner. And I think everyone else is going to be too. But I will say there's a first baseman in the league who used to be a top prospect, uh, all-around prospect, that has kind of fallen off and then last year found his niche. And uh, that's who I could see Mr. Uh, Mr. Kisner profiling similar to. But again, you'll have to read the article. That's what they never stop these teasing. That's what the, the, the never stop giving the deep teases. Uh, you'll have to read the article. Anybody else ready for Flaherty to be a regular? I am. I am for sure. Uh, uh, Graham is just trying to justify his fantasy picks. That's right. Uh, again, we won't get too much into the fantasy league. But Graham, I like the pick where you got him. Good work. Uh, J. David Reed said Justin Smoke. That's not it. Uh, that'll be the last person I respond to. Justin Smoke is a big... He's always had big power. Even when he wasn't hitting consistently, he's always had big power. Going the other direction. But again, I'm not going to get into that. Uh, we've got to get better at teasing. That's my boy, not really. Uh, to the morning after. Not the pill of the show, but also the pill. Who cares? You guys do you. Uh, such bullshit, they sent him down. Jack Flaherty, I believe the lovely and talented is talking about there. Um... It's not bullshit. Uh, he'll get better. Oh, Jeremy Martinez in 2017. That's a good question. So with Kisner probably starting at Springfield and Kelly at Memphis, 
Uh, Jeremy Martinez, who was kind of slated to go to Springfield, probably starts at Palm Beach. That's another one of the dominoes. The other interesting thing is what happens with Dennis Ortega. Dennis Ortega, who is another catching prospect, will probably be in Peoria. And he'll be super interesting to watch this year. He's a big boy. Uh, drafted Flaherty with the hope he breaks through eventually. Graham, that's a smart move. Flaherty's going to pitch in the Major League rotation at some point this year. It might not be consistently, but he's going to get starts. And he's worth stashing on a fantasy roster. Uh, Troy Poole asks, uh, where, were, where will Terry Fuller and Delvin Perez start? I think they both start at Johnson City. I know the Cardinals have been really impressed with both of them. Uh, the one thing I will say, I did get to see Terry Fuller's at bat the other day uh, when they called him up. And I was really impressed. He, I, he, he, it was a patient at bat. He took a walk. He got uh, a really bad strike call on a breaking pitch on the outside, and he was patient. He took a walk, and I was really impressed. That's not the kind of uh, at bat you see out of a 19-year-old kid just converted from football. Uh, but, again, with Terry Fuller, with Delvin Perez, they still have a lot to learn. They still have a lot of development. They're only 19. Put them at Johnson City. Start them there. You can always move them up. Uh, Terry Fuller doesn't look like a baseball player. Oops, I'm sorry. I know, right? That's... That old, like, that's, it's it's kind of a worn-out narrative that Terry Fuller doesn't look like a baseball player thing. Uh, and, and I totally get it. Uh, but, you know, he's a big boy. He's super big. He looks like Ryan Howard, right? Uh, when Helsley comes up, where in the bullpen do you think he lands? Uh, uh, Eric the Semi-Great, I believe that's who that is. Uh, who, keep up the good work, man, for real. Um, if he lands in the bullpen, I don't think it matters where he lands. It, it just means he's in the bullpen. Uh, I don't know if Fuller's at bat was good. He he drew a walk. He drew a seven-pitch walk. He got hosed on an outside breaking pitch. Uh, you know, he chased a pitch that he fouled the left field, which, you know, he didn't try to pull it. I'm not sure Fuller is ready for Johnson City. You might be right, but remember, the uh, the thing with Terry Fuller now is he had one full offseason that he was allowed to just concentrate on baseball for the first time in his career. And I believe that he's taken steps. You're right, maybe they start him off in the Gulf Coast League. I know his stats weren't impressive there. Uh, but I think you start him off at Johnson City. You can always drop him back. They did it with Delvin. Uh, let's see. Cardinals gifts. Uh, you're back. Did you bring the beer? Thoughts on Sandy Alcantara making the Miami rotation? Uh, Mose, I can't help but think you're asking me that because he's still on the board in the Fantasy League. I think he does, but I don't know what the hell's going on in Miami. Uh, did Cardinals Gifts bring the beer? He better have. Uh, yeah, of course, Eric. No problem. Uh, Joe Mart has to bat this year. So, uh, Jose Martinez had 307 plate appearances last year. I expect that number to go up somewhere between 300 and 400. All I care about is that the hot bat is playing. Whether it be Jerko or, or J-Mart or Colton Wong or Matt Carpenter... The Cardinals, they're a good team with some good players, but in order to truly maximize the lineup, they need to be riding the hot hand. And uh, that's their best chance to catch up to teams that they're not quite as good at. Uh, so, you know, uh, Lewis Brinson going to be a beast. Uh, that's right. That's right. That's We're back into Miami Marlins after dark. Um, but Brinson's a good player. Uh, let's see. Oh, so, and then Delvin, I think Delvin starts. Getting back to Troy Poole's question, I think Delvin starts at Johnson City. Um, Muno's getting the bench spot over Greg Garcia on opening day. I personally do not believe so. But remember, the Cardinals have threatened to 
because they've got days off at the beginning of the year, that they'll bring an extra bench bat with them instead of an extra bullpen or an ex- instead of an extra arm with them. So there's a chance that both of them could be on the opening day roster. That's not the question. The question is, who will be on the roster two weeks after opening day? And I believe that that'll be Greg Garcia. Uh, I think that Greg Garcia, because he's a left-handed bat off the bench, which is something that the Cardinals don't have anywhere else, I think that gives Greg Garcia the edge. And we all kind of, you know, we talk about it nearly every week now as I take off my hoodie. Uh, we talk about it nearly every week now on Prospects After Dark. Uh, but Greg Garcia is kind of an underrated player. You know, he doesn't, sure, he doesn't hit for a bunch of power, but he gets on base and he takes a, a good at bat. You know, he isn't spectacular, but he's a nice little piece. Uh, don't you think the cards would mess up Beer's development because they don't develop power well? There's a chance, but remember, this is a new regime in the minor league system. And sure, Vooch is still there and LaRock is still there, but, you know, they've changed some things. And, uh, you know, they don't draft power either. Last year was the first year that they drafted power in Terry Fuller. We'll see how Terry Fuller develops. Uh, Jag has a shot. How do cards get him on the 40-man? At that point, I I can't tell you. It would have to be a DFA of Valera or I don't think they DFA Mercado uh, or Darian Gonzalez, Josh Lucas, or Ryan Sheriff, more than likely, or Edmundo Sosa. For whatever reason, I keep glossing over, glossing over, uh, Edmundo Sosa as a potential DFA candidate. I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, he's the furthest away, maybe even more so than Durian Gonzalez. But we'll see. Uh, so you foresee any roster moves coming from the outside uh, before the season? I don't foresee, but I'm not in the know. I, I, I know that's kind of a cop-out. Uh, I'm not... It's just... Anything could happen. We're getting to the last nine days of camp. And teams have to make cuts. So anything could happen. It's just right now the Cardinals have a lot of talent that are kind of vying for the same spots. And unless they get an upgrade, I don't see them making a, a, a move from outside of the organization. They didn't. They had. They still have options available in free agency. They had options available for months and months, and they hardly, you know, did the traditional upgrade. Ozuna is a huge upgrade. I like the pieces that they brought into the bullpen. I think it could, could get better. Um, but I don't see them going outside of the organization. Now that doesn't mean if someone. Uh, you know, that doesn't mean if someone gets hurt or something like that, that you might have to pivot, but you just never know. Drink. Mm. Uh. I think Shilton Mysterio just won something. I have no idea what's going on. I, I, as I ramble on and on, all I see are uh, people tweeting at each other. Uh, I feel grimy for asking. I appreciate it. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, ben Cerruti, our boy Ben Cerruti, um, favorite utility player the cards have had in the last five years, Aledmiz Diaz. I love Aledmiz Diaz. If they would have been able to use him as a utility player, he'd probably still be with the organization. I'm anxious to see what happens with Aledmiz Diaz. Uh, but if you're talking about a real utility player, uh, last five years, yeah, Descalso, probably I love Daniel Descalso. I, I was tired of him. But uh, I loved him. I'm glad that he's not a part of the organization anymore, too. Uh, He's not even wasted yet. Poo-poo. I am not. Nicole, congratulations on surviving the tornado. That's a big thing. Thanks for surviving that tornado and then coming into the periscope that is a tornado. Uh, You're a fantastic person. Uh, So Skip Schumacher, someone says, that was longer than five years ago for Skip at this point, right? Uh, Somebody said John Jay. I don't consider him a utility player. I consider him an outfielder. Um, should Leon be the closer to start the season? I believe so. 
I absolutely believe so. But what I'm more concerned about is the Cardinals using uh, the right pitcher in the right situation. Uh, think Mayors forces a way into the MI into the MLB bullpen over someone like Norris. Uh, not not before June unless someone gets hurt. Uh, but if someone gets hurt, or yeah, it would be Mayors. I think at this point they're so impressed with him. They still appear to have an outfield logjam at uh, the four full season clubs. They can get clever with Peoria or with Palm Beach. Like that's the one area where they can kind of put some people. And they might not have a lot of people ready for Springfield. I mean, you, you figure in Springfield, you have Randy Rosarena, Lane Thomas, J.B. Woodman, uh, a couple of those minor league free agents that they sign. But they could still work. They could still get clever with Palm Beach. Peoria is going to have a log jam, too. Uh, we talked about it. Scott Hurst, Chase Pinder, Bryce Denton, Wadier Infante. Uh, those guys will be there. It'll be interesting to see what they do with Dylan Carlson. Uh, maybe they get aggressive and send him to Springfield. Anything could happen. Nick Plummer probably starts in Palm Beach. It's going to be interesting. But at the top level, at Memphis, they still have a logjam. Uh, when going back to the last 15-odd years, who's the guy where you're like, I remember him? I don't know what that means. I'm sorry. Uh, thanks, but I am a shitty fan compared to you guys. Nicole, we're all shitty fans. Uh, thoughts on the new MLB rule change? Uh, the MILB rule change. I hate it. I hate it. So one of the cool things about minor league baseball, because it's it's an exhibition, is that maybe you're there for 15 extra innings and you get to see pitcher or you get to see outfielder after outfielder after outfielder pitch in a game. It's one of the reasons why people stick around. I I love that. I, I hate that they're doing it after the ninth inning. I wish they were doing it in the 12th or 13th inning. Uh, I think the 15-second pitch clock is a little aggressive. I wish they'd just stick with 20. Uh, I'm not a fan of it, but... What I'm more, what I'm less of a fan of than the rule changes is how little the minor leaguers get paid. And I, I, you know, it's almost like some of the rule changes are distracting from the fact that minor leaguers are constantly getting screwed out of money that they deserve. Uh, like who's the guy you don't remember being in the everyday lineup that you remember for some reason? Eduardo Perez. Eduardo Perez is this guy. Who, he wasn't necessarily in the everyday lineup, but for a really, really long time, Eduardo Perez was a really, really solid player for the St. Louis Cardinals. Aaron Miles is another guy that I think, how did, how did TLR manage to get the most out of that guy? Uh, TLR was better at it than anyone. Dave Duncan was better at getting the most out of pitchers. TLR was the best at putting his hitters in a position to succeed. And it was frustrating as hell because that would mean that Ryan Ludwig would go three for five with three home runs in a game and then sit the next day. But TLR was giving him the best matchups, giving him the best chance to succeed. Uh, Ronnie Billiard, someone says, that's a good one. Uh, Raphael for call after they traded for for call, that's a good one. Drink. Should Don Mattingly be in the Hall of Fame is a question. Uh, not as a manager. He's a worse manager than Matheny is, but maybe as a player, I'll be honest. I'm 32 years old. I know I say my age a lot and stuff, but uh, I'm 32, and I don't really have an understanding of where Donnie, Donnie Baseball fits in historically. Uh, I know people claim that he's a Hall of Famer and whatever they say. I know this. I watch Jim Edmonds, and if Jim Edmonds isn't in the Hall of Fame, then someone like Don Mattingly shouldn't be. Uh, what, do you, what do people see in Ryan Franklin that I don't? Uh, well, or in Ryan Franklin. There's another name that I forget was a Cardinal that was a Cardinal. Uh, you met Ryan Sheriff. You know, you know, Graham, truth be told, Ryan Sheriff isn't a flashy player. He's just an average lefty out of the bullpen that can get righties out on occasion. Those aren't easy to find. 
And that's uh, sometimes squint. Uh, sometimes it's just that simple. Uh, somebody said Nick Punto. Yeah, yeah, the, sh the shredder. What an incredible, incredible time to be a St. Louis Cardinal fan that was. That was wonderful. Uh, could you ever see Harper as a Cardinal? I would, I'd love for Bryce Harper to be a Cardinal. I just don't think it happens. Will we ever see the amazing Ruben Tejada in Birds on the Bat again? Didn't he just sign a minor league deal with someone? That was so stupid when they did that. Ryan Terrio is another great option. Good work, Robbie, uh, Rubby Grill. Uh, the organization loves Franklin's kind. Did they do? Mark Ellis. That's a great one. Uh, let's see. Never forget when my parents made me go to bed during game six. Uh, Patrick, you need to write your parents. You need to take your parents into family counseling and you need to just give it to them for that. Uh, who excites you? J. David Reed asks me who excites me from the 2017 draft. You know, it's kind of a, uh, it, I say the same names over and over again. I love Evan Mendoza. Uh, I like Terry Fuller. I'm anxious to see where that goes. I like Elvin, Evan Galori. I like, uh, 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 I want to call him Jake Walsh, but it's, that's not his first name. Uh, Walsh, I'm a big fan of him. Uh, again, I'm anxious to see what Zach Pendergast, Prendergast does. He's a, a, an undrafted player from 2017. Uh, I like Chase Pinder. I like Scott Hurst. Kramer Robertson's going to be a, a fine organizational depth piece who will probably make a major league debut. Um uh, Donovan Williams is going to be an interesting, super athletic guy to keep an eye on. Uh, I'm not the world's biggest Zach Jackson fan. We'll see how that all goes. Uh, I like a lot of what they did. Uh, holy pass some over here, Gif, is being greedy with the vodka. Oh, wait, no. Uh, Gif loves those Moscow mules. Is Gif's drinking Moscow mules? Uh, it's so weird because it seems like a lock of Machado to Yankees. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, uh, tell us more about your man crush, Evan Mendoza. Uh, think Mendoza starts at Peoria. Um, I do think Evan Mendoza starts back at Peoria. What I can tell you about Evan Mendoza is that the plan for NC State, uh, when they brought him on board as a freshman, they wanted him to be a right-handed pitcher, and he can throw gas. He's got a really good arm. Uh, third baseman, he's agile. You can, If you, if you uh, Google search him, you'll find a bunch of defensive web gems which is really really weird uh his bat's still coming along he's only been playing in the field regularly now for three seasons uh and he's got a lot of plate discipline to learn but he's got a little bit of pop and he's a really really interesting player that we'll know more about by the end of 2018 we should be excited about evan mendoza uh there's no reason to not be excited about any of them does trusclair ever reach the majors smart money is on no no probably not uh you know, the, the difference between the Cardinals now and the Cardinals when Mark Hamilton made the major leagues is the depth in the organization, or when Nick Stavanoa made the major leagues, is the depth in the organization. It's going to be a little bit harder even at a weak position for Stefan Trosclair to make the majors. But anything could happen. He makes a lot of solid contact, and he introduced power at the end of the season. Does Plummer ever reach the bigs? I would say no. Uh, did you like Mark Reynolds? I love Mark Reynolds. I mean, you have to appreciate him for what he does. Uh, do uh, what happens with Bader, Wisdom, Void? Uh, what is their path? You know, the Cardinals seem pretty dead set on a rotation of outfielders at the major league level as the fourth between O'Neill and Bader and Mercado and probably Jag if they can get him on the roster. 
that's how it'll all start. But remember, you never know what's going to happen injury injury wise. The Cardinals have two outfielders that they're starting three that are prone to injury, so anything could happen. Uh, Luke Voigt, same kind of thing with him. Uh, I do think with Wisdom and Voigt, it's going to be hard to make the majors. I don't I don't see a clear path for Patrick Wisdom at this point. Uh, Jerko and Carpenter, or Jerko and Martinez would have to get hurt. For Luke Voigt, and he's still got to be added to, or for uh, Patrick Wisdom, and he still has to be added to the forty man. So there's there's real, really no telling. Uh, and then you know that it's just a tough road. It's a super tough road. I like Luke Voigt a lot. I know Mo's algorithm thinks Luke Voigt is trash. I don't think he's trash. I just think that he wasn't afforded maybe the best opportunity to succeed. Uh, would the cards be better off if Mercado stayed at short? No, because Oscar Mercado was a terrible, terrible shortstop. A strong arm, but he struggles with grounders. He even struggles with grounders out in the outfield. Uh, will Wisdom get a debut this year? I'm going to hedge and say no. There's a lot of obstacles in his way. MLB, are you optimistic about Wainwright? No, I'm not any more optimistic. He's had a really great spring, and he's better than the last couple springs that he's had, as our boy Rusty Grapple over at the Redbird Daily pointed out in a tweet. Uh, but I'm still not. I want to see him do it in the major leagues. And... Until, you know, in the regular season. And until then, I'm, I'm still apprehensive. Uh, DeYoung just got lucky getting into the major leagues. Very much so. But keep in mind with DeYoung, the Cardinals put him in a position where if they needed him, they could use him by switching him to shortstop. Uh, if he was still a third baseman, he probably never would have made the majors. It would have been Alex Mejia, and the Cardinals would have gone out and traded for someone or signed someone, and it would have been terrible. Uh, let's see. Mercado's bat got better after the move to center. It's weird. Absolutely. Uh, hold on, drink. It is weird. But he also had time to relax. And, you know, shortstop's a hard position to learn. It, it's a hard position to learn. One of the few drafts I actually... Uh, I missed it. Uh, I am a big fan of STL Hattrick. I see them in there. We love you. Uh, Nicole says, Mejia... Exactly, you know, but they would have gone there. They went there anyways. Uh, DeYoung, right place, right time. I, hey, Randall, what's up? Welcome to our little extravaganza, man. Um, that's part of it, but again, the Cardinals create, helped create that opportunity for him. Uh, so keep that in mind. Uh, Cardinals will disappoint the fan base this season. I think see a third place finish. I think it could be. You never know. I know that we're still a little bit, a little ways away. Just made it in. Did I miss anything crazy? Hello, Adam Butler, our friend over at the Redbird Daily. You have not missed anything crazy. Uh, Mejia can fucking pick it, though. Mejia is a pretty solid infielder. Good call. Uh, did DeYoung play second when he first came up? Paul DeYoung did play second. That, we talked about this last Periscope. I'll go over it over and over again every time as long as someone picks it up. Paul DeYoung started off as a... Uh, started his major league career as a starting second baseman and he hadn't played second base in years and no one knew any no one was any the wiser to it he was playing second he was doing well even though he had spent the last year learning how to play shortstop and had played third his entire time in the organization he's a talented and smart kid he's a talented and smart kid who's come a long long way and i expect it to continue uh, pdj was abysmal at second base ah uh, Biz Mole. Yeah, he, he wasn't great, but if you had to play second base after not playing there for three years, uh, you would have been too. 
And also, he handled it. He handled his own. He wasn't great, but he he did hurt the team a little bit. I take it back. I would like to back off my last statement because I'm an asshole. Uh, let's make DeYoung a catcher again. Oh, boy. STL hat trick there. That's Stephen McNeil on Twitter. That... It's, it, the thing is, if if the young struggles this year, you know there'll be that lunatic fringe of the fan base that says, maybe he can catch. Maybe we send him down to Memphis and get him back behind the plate. Are you on the Fire Matheny bandwagon? I am neutral on the Fire Matheny bandwagon. I don't think he's as bad as people make him out to be. I don't think he's as great as people make him out to be. Uh, it seems like you have to be one or the other. I'm very much in the middle, but I definitely think that there's a cultural a culture issue in the clubhouse and I can't help but wonder if that comes from him. And I think that if the Cardinals struggle, you, you, he, he's got to go. Uh, Mabry will go first, but he's got to go. Uh, why don't they make Mott a catcher again? See, that's right, not really. <laughs> you get it. You get exactly what I'm saying. That It's only a matter of time for that. Uh, Kelly's bat will come around, right? Maybe. Keep in mind with Carson Kelly, he's changed his swing for two straight off seasons now. And he's trying to make adjustments on the fly. Uh, why don't they make Mata catcher again? Uh, doesn't Matheny have the highest win percentage of MLB managers? Uh, what I will say to that is, uh, we stopped caring about wins for starting pitchers, right? And not to disparage wins as a manager. It's important because that's how you get to the playoffs and all that stuff. But what I will tell you is, two years ago, Don Mattingly or three years ago, rather, Don Mattingly was a 90-plus winner for consecutive years with the Dodgers, right? And he's one of the worst managers in baseball. Dave Roberts came, had one less win than the Dodgers had the previous year, and one manager of the year. There's a difference between winning games and being a good manager. Uh, there's a difference between managing a bullpen, uh, mismanaging a bullpen, and being a good manager. Uh, sometimes it's hard to tell because you want wins, but, you know... TLR did some pretty amazing things with 85-plus win teams, and it was because he knew how to manage. So, And also, Matheny was given playoff teams, but that could all, if he's, you know, the, the, by implying that Matheny was given playoff teams, some of the blame immediately goes on John Mazalak for not continuing to give him playoff teams. Uh, they optioned Kelly and seemed to be leaning towards a random backup. More than likely, uh, Francisco Pena could be Steve Barron. Question is, what does it do for his uh, his value? Right now, it's probably pretty damn low, uh, but he's still only a 24-year-old kid, and his stock could easily rise back up to where it was at. Uh, yeah, uh, so real fast, uh, let, let's get back to the bourbon. Uh, oh... Oh, first off, Brendan Rodgers. Somebody brings up Brendan Rodgers. He's a great player, but apparently he's got a sneaky hat girlfriend. We're not there yet. Uh, my my drink of choice tonight is the Elijah Craig Small Batch. It's pretty solid. Uh, I'm almost out of my cup, so we're going to fill it just a little bit more. Uh, Mo's, al or Mo's algorithm. Uh, Cardinals Gifts, our, our, our godfather here of Prospects After Dark. He's drinking a Moscow Mule. Uh, what's everyone drinking? Uh, I, this is my favorite thing on earth. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, he's been avoiding my Rogers question. I didn't. I didn't see the Rogers question, Graham. I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, and I'm singing. Oh, Nicole's drinking tea. Uh, Patrick's drinking two percent milk. Oh, Lord Ryan. Tim Anderson was. Uh, uh, again, we'll get to the fantasy baseball talk here soon enough. Uh, one thing that we wanted to talk about, both Gifts and myself wanted to talk about. Uh, 
about Birds on the Black is we're doing a new thing we call pinch hitters. And what that entails is you come in, you submit an article, uh, gifts, and the lovely and talented Ben Cerruti, and the lovely and talented SEO Cup of Joe, and myself, and the extremely lovely and talented Tara Wellman will read over it, and uh, we'll have you contribute on, on our lovely little website. Again, we want to build this beautiful, beautiful community, and we want you to be a part of it. Uh, so come on in. Uh, the, the idea is what got Graham started over at the Redbird Daily, and Graham's doing a great job with the pieces that he's writing, even if he's uh, he's wrong about what he's saying. Uh, so so there's that. There's that. Um, I've I've gone over the questions that people have asked me. Uh, did I call him Ben Christofuli? I don't know what the hell I'm saying. Alex Christofuli. I'm sorry, Alex. I'm so dumb. Sorry, I get caught up in what I'm doing here. Uh, I'm gonna start writing, so don't sleep. There we go. Uh, if Holiday retires, should the Cardinals hire him as an assistant coach? That's an interesting question, Ryan Massey. I'm all about players getting a little time off before they're hired back as managers. I don't think it hurts to get them a little time off to gain perspective. Uh, I wouldn't do it immediately, but maybe a year or two down the line, or if you needed like a year or two down the line, I'd think about going there. He's such a great guy and an influence in the clubhouse. Whatever he wants. Yeah, that's what I did. Uh... It was a combination of Ben Cerruti and Alex Chrisafulli that I did a while ago. I'm so stupid. Uh, uh, Ryan Schul says Chris Carpenter. I believe Chris, he's he's lobbying for Chris Carpenter to be a uh, uh, a pitching instructor or maybe even a hitting instructor for the St. Louis Cardinals in 2018. Either way, it works for me. Uh, how much longer is voting for the Cardinal Hall of Fame? Ryan Schul, that's a great question. Log on to Cardinals Hall of Fame. Google search it. And... Vote for Ray Langford. I believe the voting is up until April 16th. And uh, vote for Langford. A player you really wanted the Cardinals to draft in the last five years. Man, I think Corey Seager was right on the five, but he was he was drafted beforehand. I was a big fan of A.J. Pollock. I wanted him to draft A.J. Pollock. Uh, Zach Birdie. I wanted the Cardinals to draft Zach Birdie. Uh... Uh, Buddy Reed, I was kind of interested in a couple years back, uh, but for the most part, I don't. I've I've never taken like a huge deep dive into the draft. Just before the draft starts, like a week before, I look and I try to read as much as I can. This will be the first year that we really get into it. I promise, forever cards, we do it. Um, is one day contract completely stupid idea for Holiday? Absolutely not. And I think he'd take it, and I think he'd love it, and I think the city would love it, and I think it's a smart thing for the Cardinals to do. Uh, give me, again, fantasy baseball talk. I love it, though. You guys do you. Graham. Graham asks, explain Rogers' progress through the minors as a high school stud where Alex Brayman was a college bat who made it very quickly. What do you want me to explain? You just said it. What ends up happening a lot of times, the younger you are with the less experience uh, versus the older you are with the more experience will dictate the track that you make to the majors. You know, uh, Brendan Rodgers is a really, really solid player and has a potential to maybe even be better than Alex Bregman. But because he was drafted as a high schooler, he has more, he's going to need more development. Bregman went to LSU, which is a really, really highly thought of baseball program. And uh, it took him very little time because he didn't strike out. He took a ton of walks and hammered the baseball. Uh, to make it to the major leagues. It's all about opportunity, too. You know, the uh, the, the Rockies have kind of a logjam of middle infielders. Uh, you know, they've got Arenado at third. The Astros didn't have that. So, opportunity created as well. 
Uh, will Willie make that much of a difference? I do not believe that Willie McGee will make that much of a difference. I think he'll make a little difference. Uh, but he's a kind of a quiet guy who has said publicly since getting the job that he's there to be asked for information. He's not going to push it on people. Uh, Brendan Ryan, Forgotten Cardinal. I don't think anyone forgets about Brendan Ryan as a Forgotten Cardinal. Uh, oh, C70, our boy Daniel Shoptal, who, Daniel, I can't tell you enough, how much of a pleasure it was to do that little sit-down thing we did on Saturday. I love that. That was so much fun. Thank you for giving me your time. Uh, but Daniel asks who the first call-up will be. I'm operating underneath the assumption, like we talked earlier, that the Cardinals, because of the days off early in the year, will take an extra bat. They'll have five bench bats to start. So what will end up happening is, more than likely... Uh, Whoever that fifth bat is, probably Gyro Munoz or Gyro Munoz, will get sent down to AAA. And, man, it might even be John Brebia. Whoever has an option that can go down to the minor leagues in the bullpen will get called up. Uh, I love uh, Munoz, Garcia, Pena, Bader. Yeah, I would think that, uh, I don't know. It's funny how many people have missed Jack Flaherty already. Jack Flaherty's been a hot-button topic on this thing. Uh, what's my J-Mart plan? Uh, that's a good question, Patrick. Like I mentioned earlier, my plan is you play the hot hand. If J-Mart's hitting, he plays. You find a spot for him to play. Uh, if he's not hitting, then he sits. If Jerko's hitting, you get him in as often as possible. If Carpenter's hitting, uh, if Wong's hitting, you get him in as much as you can. They're not all going to hit at the same time. So you, you find ways to get him in. You ride the hot hand. Your best chance at winning regularly is to ride the hot hand. Uh, Graham says, so what, what I'm saying is, is it normal for Rodgers to be so far away from the majors, and will Bregman still end up being the better pick? As far as if Bregman will be the better pick, I can't say. I believe he will, but I'm a Bregman honk, so my opinion is compromised based on bias. Uh, Rodgers isn't far away. He's a couple steps away. Uh, he's right on track. If, if you decide to slow 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 dome a, a player, it's the right move. He's he's progressing at the right pace to make sure that he's fully developed. Uh, let's see. Uh, Carpenter has been a very uh, Carpenter has been very impressive behind the. I don't know what that means. Uh, we should have traded Jerko this offseason before this one. Yeah, maybe depending on what his value was. But remember, for a while there last year, the Cardinals' offense was completely fueled by Jed Jerko. So it makes you wonder what the offense would have looked like, what their record would have been, if Jed Jerko wouldn't have been part of the Cardinals for the first half of the year. Uh, what are your thoughts about Molina? Uh, it's sacrilege to say, but my, my thoughts about Molina are I would have never given him the extension. I would have picked up his $16.5 million option for this year and then reevaluated. Uh, he's looked great this spring. And... Uh, I hate what they did with Carson Kelly last year. That, those are my thoughts on Yadier Molina. Uh, I think I think he's only going to get worse. He's not going to get better. Uh, what happened to that pitcher that got hit in the face with the ball? We never use him. That's Daniel Ponce de Leon. He took a ball back to the face in Memphis last year. I believe it was like May 23rd or something like that. And uh, uh, he's pitching down in the minor league camp. He'll start the year at Memphis. Uh, could J-Mart force a Jerko trade with his bat? Maybe, but if Jerko's hitting, then we'll be talking about a Matt Carpenter trade or a Colton Wong trade. 
Uh, we'll see what happens. Robert Stock, Robert Stock, Robert Stock. Graham, you are just clamoring for attention tonight, buddy. Uh, uh, Robert Stock, who has uh, found his way back into a major league organization, is pitching really, really well for San Diego, I believe. Uh, velocity up to 98 with a little nasty breaking pitch. Good for him. Uh, the guy who got hit in the face is a stud. Uh, he's. I hope that he ends up making a major league impact. He's a really, really great kid with a lot of interesting stuff. Doesn't have a lot of blow, blow away stuff, but he's a good player. Uh, J-Mart to first, Matty C to third, simple. Now, Rebby, the only problem with that is watching Matt Carpenter throw a ball from third to first is about as painful of an experience as a person can watch. Uh, it's bad. It's super bad. Uh, and he's not that agile, and he doesn't have a lot of range. Uh, to me, you know, I don't like him at second base either, but I'd rather have him at second than third. That's just me, and uh, he's probably more than likely just best suited for first. Who will be the closer this year? Uh, I would imagine uh, Dominic Leone ends up being a closer for a good portion of the year. I think there's a chance that you see Bud Norris get a save or two, Gregerson get a save or two, Cecil Lyons get a couple saves. I think the Cardinals, hopefully, will go with an approach where they put their best pitcher in uh, when, the dic when the situation dictates it. So that means you might have a couple extra people get saves where you might not otherwise um, have a vast array of players. Uh, Matheny got hit in the face once. I'm sure Matheny got hit in the face more than once. Uh, fam DL by April 30th. Uh, that's DeGarg, too. Uh, it could happen. Luckily, the Cardinals have plenty of outfield prospects to come up and take his place if he does go on the DL. Uh, what else, folks? What else? We're, uh, we're at 53 minutes. Who's worse? Carpenter at third and Mercado at second. Uh, ben, that is Mercado. Or Mercado at short. That is Mercado at short. Uh, friggin' cards, the guy who got hit in the face with a baseball episode. Yeah, maybe that. Maybe that. That's not bad. First position player to pitch. I missed it. Uh, Matheny took the hit to the face like a champ. Have you ever robbed Ryan Shul, Kyle? Uh, I drafted Fam, so yes, absolutely. He's getting hurt. Same here, but really, I've got him in one of my other leagues. Uh, Kyle Lee, uh, yeah, I did. I did call, uh, Kyle called Bader a frat bro last year. Bader's got a little frat bro in him. Bader has a little frat bro in him. Uh, somebody asked a question about pitchers a little while ago I couldn't get to. Sometimes they scroll too fast. Uh, what's a worse, what's worse, Mercado at shortstop or Adams in left field? Adams in left field easily. Uh, any worries about Wong? I'm confident that Colton Wong will have at least the year he had last year. Uh, but I am, I'm always worried about him. He's already bumbled two pop flies in foul territory this offseason. He's just, there's something that's just not there yet with him. And it could get there, and he shows flashes of it. It just needs to be sustained. I love Colton Wong. I'm a big fan. Uh, I wasn't always, and he's turned me into a believer. But, yeah, I, I still have worries about Colton Wong. Uh, starting pitching is a question. Uh, the starting five at the beginning of the year is a question. But starting pitching, depth-wise, is not a question. Uh, I believe Jack Flaherty is better than... Nearly all of the free agent options at a fraction of the cost. I think Alex Reyes is better than nearly all of the free agent potential acquisitions at a fraction of the cost. So sure, yeah, you enter the season with a little bit potentially a compromised uh, uh, starting rotation. But that doesn't mean that it's going to be a question mark for the entire season. Uh, let's see. Uh, R.I.P. Alex Cobb. That's right, Graham. That's your boy. Uh, it's been a while since we've taken a drink. Let's take a drink. Somebody asked, Jack Flaherty was not one of the best 25 how? I think Jack Flaherty was probably one of the best 12 pitchers in the organization. 
But the Cardinals made a point to bring in a, a variety, a quantity of relief pitchers, and it's a waste to have him in the bullpen. And that stupid Jose Ortiz wrote a stupid article about uh, Jack Flaherty being a relief option, a closing option. That's stupid. He's still only 22 years old. He still has development he can do. You want that guy as your sixth starter. You want to be able to go to him. That's where his value is. Because they're not going to get 34 starts out of all five of their starting pitchers. Flaherty as a sixth starter is the right choice. Uh and to your point, who says uh, you asked, you said that about Flaherty a second ago? Reyes isn't ready, ready yet. You're right. Reyes isn't ready yet. He'll be ready by May, May first. That's the first month of the season. And in the meantime, the Cardinals will have Daniel Ponce de Leon. They'll have Ryan Helsley. They'll have Dakota Hudson. They'll have Austin Gomber all ready to take starts if more than one starting pitcher gets hurt or is ineffective. That's depth. Not a lot of teams have that. So yeah, we have questions about Michaelis and Waka's health. And Weaver's sustainability. And Wainwright, just question mark. Uh, even Carlos Martinez, but the depth is there. Uh, you need one more bat at the break. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. Ortiz article, are brutal, uh, brutal. Tommy Thumbs. It's amazing. I made one comment about Ortiz. I tagged him in it. I, uh, I retweeted him. And the amount of feedback I got from people who, who call that guy's writing trash. And it's not even about, like, not liking him. It's about his work. And it's heartbreaking, too. Because he has an important forum. And he replaced Joe Strauss, who was the best at what he did. And uh, it's just heartbreaking that that's what the, the St. Louis Post-Dispatch has become. Best uniforms in baseball are the Yankees and then the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, Alex, or Alex Weaver. I have to slow down. I'm getting ahead of myself. Luke Weaver is absolutely a stud. Uh, uh, Michaelis porn stash man. That's right. Uh, that Miles Michaelis has a wonderful porn stash. For a long time, Stefan Trosclair was the porn stash captain of the Cardinals organization, Miles Michaelis has taken it over. Uh, Cardinals just says, no way, the Yankees are the best. Look, if you're objective, it's the Yankees. Uh, could a trade of Waka happen by next season to get Flaherty in the rotation? Uh, Reyes replace Wayno? Yeah, of course. Absolutely that could happen. Uh, they have different logos on cap and jersey. That doesn't bug me. So do the Cardinals. Uh, blogs are greater than 90% of the PD work. I agree, Steven. You're dead on. Ever been to Card's home game? Uh, yeah, yeah, believe it or not, I've been to one or two. Uh, I pretty much grew up at Old Bush Stadium, and I usually go to somewhere in between five or ten games a season. Uh, Dodgers uniforms are better than Yankees. I would like to make an amendment to what I said a little while ago. Dodgers, Yankees, Cardinals, in that order. Uh, no, I mean, uh, the, the NY is different. Yeah, speaking of which, did you see Detroit after, like, the Detroit Tigers, after one million years of having the same script D on their hat, are changing it to match the D on their breast. And that breaks my heart. It really does. Uh, I think Waka will be a stud this year. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Kyle, I hope to see you at Bush this year. Uh, Patrick, if you go, holler at me, man. If I'm there, I'll meet up with you. I'll buy you a beer. You'll buy me a beer more, more than likely because I probably won't have my wallet. It'll probably be lost in a toilet somewhere because I'm a drunken asshole. Uh, but there'll be beer buying and good times to be had. Fourth of July jerseys are a joke for Cardinals. I agree, Cards Gifts, but at least they have the blue hat. All that matters is that they have the blue hat on the road, and I don't care what that means for the rest of the jersey. Uh, oh, so, uh, Patrick, you're not of age. I'll buy you a beer then. Uh, just, hey, Mr. Man, I'll buy you a beer. Uh, is there an innings limit on Weaver? So, Weaver had, what, 120 innings last year? One, I would think that it's 180, so right on pace with, with you know, that. Uh, Tim McCarver, best of all time. I missed it. 
Uh, get to Peoria this year. Wait till it warms up. Exactly. I'll probably be in Peoria probably sometime in June or July. I'm dealing with a personal family matter uh, that's going to limit how I can travel uh, and, and what I might be able to do coverage-wise uh, for the foreseeable future, unfortunately. Uh, but once that frees up, if it ever frees up, uh, I would, I'll, I'll be in Peoria as soon as I can. Uh, Cards Gift says, Prospect After Dark Meetup. I'm very much on board for that. We'll figure out the logistics. Uh, why do people like McCarver? Please say. So the thing about McCarver is he's one of the few commentators that is critical of the Cardinals. Uh, it, with basis to be critical. Like, Roboski says shit, but he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about either. Uh, McCarver gets trashy. He says some wrong names like all doddering old people do. Like my father does. And, uh... <laughs> uh, that's why people like him. And he's old school and he has that cachet. Don't worry, in a matter of time, everyone will hate him. I do think McCarver likes to hear his own voice, but as someone who spent the last hour talking, if you're going to do that job, you kind of like your own voice. Y you can't not. Uh, Ortiz or Bernie, who do you like more? I like Bernie more. Uh, let's see, Derek Fowler, Dexter Fowler, yeah, yeah. He, he butchers names, but again... Look, my dad's 62 years old, and before he had his little brain hiccup, he uh, he would get names wrong. He couldn't even keep my brothers and I together. So, uh, let's see. Uh, have drinks and drinks, and McCarver gets better and better. Cards Gifts is dead on. Speaking of drinks and drinks, drink. Yeah, that Derek Fowler, uh, that's McCarverism. Really missed the boat on that one, huh? Uh, let's see. Uh, Nicole says, Dilly Dilly! Uh, was Sitter a Hall of Fame Bruce Suter? Uh, you know, I don't really, I don't know, look, in my opinion he was, but I don't know the qualifications enough. Uh, to me, the Hall of Fame's a big joke because I don't take the baseball writers seriously because they're sanctimonious and they sit on a soapbox and preach to everyone about how to do things and what's right and what's wrong. And never mind, they have a completely rigged system that's bullshit and foolish. Um, so, the Hall of Fame's a joke to me. So, I, sure, he's not a Hall of Famer. Sure, he is a Hall of Famer. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, Grant Graham, give us more questions. Is Bonds a Hall of Famer? Yes. I just said what I said, but Barry Bonds is the best player of my lifetime. I don't care how he got there. Uh, if you haven't had the pleasure of watching hours and hours of YouTube video of Barry Bonds, turn it on. Because it's incredible. Uh, Barry Bonds was the best player I'll ever watch. Don't at not really. The thing is, he was one of the best players ever before the steroids. Look, there's no way to ever tell people who never watched Barry Bonds how great he was. Imagine Mike Trout, but maybe 30% better. 50% scarier. And impossible to pitch to. Impossible to pitch to. And Mo's algorithm says Albert's better than Bonds. Moe's, I love you, buddy. I love Albert Pujols. Uh, but no, not at all. Uh, I didn't even get to watch Bonds, and I know he's the greatest of all time. Uh, Barry Bonds flipped me off. Good, J. David Reed. That should like make you like him even more. That's a lot of character. Everybody has horror stories about Barry Bonds. It's incredible. Uh, let's see. Mike Trout, greatest of all time. Mike Trout is the greatest of this generation, for sure. Uh, Tiger Woods in his prime of baseball. Not but really. i got to pick up this pen. Ugh. Naparilli's dead on. It's it's something, it's even more than Tiger Woods in his prime. Uh, let's see, no one's better than Trout. No one. Moe's algorithm has what we call a man crush for Mike Trout. 
Uh, Mike Trout's great. The best player of this generation, no doubt. Uh, let's see. Uh, wrong Bonds is better than Pujols. Absolutely. Bonds is 100% better than Pujols. Uh, let's see. Uh, Big Ben. Ben Cerruti says, I miss Shelby Miller. You know, that's one person who I haven't checked into to see how their health is doing. Uh, what's the word on uh, Shelby Miller's uh, uh, UCL tear? And has, has there been any definitive evidence about if it's healthy or if he's going to pitch? Or Somebody give me an update, please, on the lovely and talented Shelby Miller and his health. Isn't Albert's contract up soon? Yeah, like two years. He still has two more years on that deal. 2012, no. He still has four more years on that deal. Jesus. Uh, let's see. Uh, Miller threw a bullpen the other day. Thank you very much, Adam Butler. Adam, any word on how it went? Uh, sorry. Uh, Nick Nasty says, sorry, can't say someone is the greatest of all time without his team ever winning a playoff series. Uh, ooh, I agree. I agree. Uh, D-backs say all-star break for Miller. Thank you very much, Jamal's algorithm. Uh, I, I'm, I hope Shelby Miller comes back strong. Because I do like Shelby, too. I've never played fantasy baseball before this league, Shul. Cool, Graham. Uh, welcome to our league. You're doing a good job of, graf of drafting your team. Uh, must have mixed him up with someone else, uh, Rebby Grill says. I don't know who you're talking about, Rebby. Again, sometimes these things come really quick. I apologize for, uh, for being lost here. Uh, drink to me, to you. Mm. God, again, the bourbon tonight uh, is the Elijah Craig Small Batch. Pretty solid, about 30 bucks on sale at your local supermarket. I was going to do that. I got to uh, Miller came away pleasantly surprised from his throwing session. That's awesome. That's a nice little thing there, Barilli. Thank you so much. Is Ryan Howard a Hall of Famer, uh, one rookie of the year MVP next season? No, Ryan, Hall, Ryan Howard is a fantastic player who had a really good, uh, a, a great three-year stretch. Um, just a, a, great, a great player, but absolutely not a Hall of Famer. Uh, again, but I say that, but I can't tell you enough how little I actually, actually care about the Hall of Fame. I mean that. Uh, we'll never say Graham suck it again. Uh, that's something we can't say anymore. Uh, Graham is actually a nine-year-old girl, and uh, you, you can't say those things. I should probably watch my, uh, watch my voice. Uh, Kyle, are you a SoCo fan? I am not a Southern Comfort fan. Uh, again, I am, I am almost exclusively not higher end bourbon uh, but it's it's mostly higher end bourbon you know I Southern Comfort is a good mixing drink to me or a good mixing bourbon oh uh, uh, Decatur says hey what's up Decatur Decatur Illinois uh, funny story my brother Scott lives on a street called Decatur you're basically siblings now welcome to the family uh, that's a shame, someone says, about my uh, my lack of Southern comfort. I, like I said, I'll, I'll mix it in a drink. I'm cool with that. For shame, Kyle. Oh, Nicole's disappointed in me. You know what? I love Southern comfort. Next week, I'm drinking I'm drinking Southern comfort for you guys. Uh, uh, Barilli says he's a cheap whiskey guy. Again, I say that, but I like Rebel Yell. I like Four Roses. I like Jim Beam. Uh, if I'm out in the back with my Hoosier friends doing a little bonfire... Uh, we go old crow. Like we don't we don't fuck around. We go full on old crow. Uh, somebody asked me how the NL Central is going to shape up in order. I will say Cubs, Cardinals, Brewers, Red, uh, Reds, Pirates. Uh, my daughter goes to SLU. Well, I love SLU. It's a nice little thing. 
Uh, Kyle down a four loco and then start a periscope. You know what? Next next periscope. I will. The first thing I will do is I'll pop that thing open. I will get a four loco. If I remember, because my brain is mush, I'll pop a four loco and we'll hammer that thing. Uh, first things first. I'll go over my little introductory spiel. We'll hammer it and uh, we'll get it done. Uh, again, somebody, uh, the gentleman who brought up that uh, his daughter goes to uh, St. Louis University, says it's a good school. St. Louis University is an incredible school. It's located in Midtown St. Louis. Uh, it's right in the heart of everything. South Grand is close, where I live in the Central West End. I'm about uh, 10 minutes away from the SLU campus, uh, St. Louis University campus. Uh, it, it's a great school in a great area with great people. So you made the right choice sending your daughter to SLU. Uh, let's see. Yeah, and that, that episode next week will be called the Four Loco episode. Uh, you're right. I won't remember the Four Loco, so that's up to you guys to remind me. Yeah, as somebody says, Four Loco and SoCo, uh, uh, Southern Comfort will end bad. Absolutely. That's, it'll be the Four Loco, SoCo, Kyle's Last Day on Earth episode. Uh, Azuna Fam, Father Bader, Four Loco. Yeah, something like that. Uh, we are turning Kyle into a college student again. I've got some bad news for you. Uh, I would need to do a lot of growing up to be a college student. I am on the cusp of, of my collegiate life. I'm basically still a high schooler. I'm like that slow high schooler who was 24 years old that you were like, hey, what's Biff doing in the back of class? He's been in my introduction to trigonometry class uh, with my brother six years ago. Uh, that's me. I'm still a high schooler. I just get to buy alcohol. It would be really great if I ever, if I ever developed beyond that. Uh, probably won't happen. I'm kind of a man boy. Uh, all he needs is Bader with him. Yeah, I just me and my bro, uh, Harrison Bader, chilling, creeping. Uh, MFK, Terry Pendleton, <laughs> Nancy Kerrigan, and Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> Alright, so we're in the Kyle After Dark section of Prospects After Dark. This is where shit gets really weird. Uh... You know what? Ruth Bader Ginsburg is one of the least attractive people I've ever seen in my entire life. But if I'm going to be honest with you guys, I want one swing at Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Side piece. Uh, I'd marry Terry Pendleton. And whoever the third one is, I'd have to marry, I'd have to murder. Uh, let's see. Uh, Graham is younger than Hunter Ives, which is incredible. You've got like the opposite end of the pre-teen spectrum with Hunter Ives and Graham. Uh, like one is just the horm and Graham, his hormones are taking him over, and he is just angry and miserable at the world, and he doesn't understand why, just crying and crying for attention. And then you've got Hunter Ives, who sees this world as like this beautiful blooming flower, but is also just craving all of the attention that a human could possibly give him, uh, and it's ending up in a disaster. Uh, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg would knock me out cold. That's a great observation. And you know what? I'm totally on board for that. How would anybody turn that down? Oh, God. Uh, bring me your MFKs with your Supreme Court justices and uh, your your lawyers and whoever. I don't care. Oh, man. Wildcats is younger. <laughs> Lauren Bundy. Hi, Lauren. Uh, welcome to our little chat. Uh, you know what? I'm so embarrassed by myself right now, Lauren. You're an incredible person. And here I am just being just the worst human being on Earth. Oh, God, I'm so bad. Uh, let's see. Uh, strong MLB opinions. Another shout-out to the lovely and talented Hunter Rides. O'Neal would knock him out in one punch. Yeah, O'Neal would knock Harrison Bader out. So for those of you who aren't paying, uh, paying attention, uh, Nicole, our friend Nicole, is having an internal debate with everyone uh, uh, about 
Harrison Bader. I'll tell you what, Nicole, I would love to see O'Neal and Bader get into a fight. I think it'd be fantastic. I just want to see how it would turn out, you know? It's interesting. Uh, ooh. MFK, Trump, Obama, and Bush Jr. You know, that... That George W. That fella seems like a nice wife, right? Now, George W. seems like the kind of guy who would constantly keep you entertained. I would want George W. to be my wife. Now, if I'm a woman... I'm going for the black guy. I'm just saying there's a history there of them being more endowed. Uh, with that in mind, I'm going with the fellow with small hands to, uh, you know, to have a little thing with. And then I probably have to kill Obama. Uh, the, by no means is, that, or is any of that a political statement. It's simply about my rectum. Uh, this is the rectum episode of Prospects After Dark. <laughs> um, what else? No, I said O'Neal could knock you out, Kyle. Oh, no. No, no, Nicole, you're right. O'Neal could knock me out. Oscar Mercado could knock me out. Uh, Patrick, don't don't quote me there. We can't have that. We can't have that. Uh, I do like Barack Obama. <laughs> could you quote that, too, before you get to go any further along? Uh... Uh, now you should go grade every prospect after dark fantasy team. When we're done, Minmo Cardinal will do that. Uh, Mo's algorithm asked what is happening. I don't know. Every Monday, Mo, I'm a little bit more confused. Uh, secure the bag, uh, <laughs> with Trump, Kyle. <laughs> uh, I'll, t- <laughs> I'll take the black guy, Kyle. <laughs> Graham, well done. Uh, Tommy Edmund could knock you out. That's right, not really. Tommy Edmund could knock me out. He could knock me out cold. Uh, Pete Cosma could knock me out. Khalil Green would knock me out and then start crying and move to some cattle farm in Montana. Uh, Midmo didn't see you come. Uh, 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 spoon with one cardinal. Dexter Fowler. My God, is there more of a lover in all of Major League base- Baseball than Dexter Fowler? Yeah, that's who I'm spooning with. Now, I'm the big spoon. Because I really feel like he could keep my front side warm. I don't even know what I'm saying. Uh, let's see, not political, it's simply about my rectum. You win Periscope. Uh, thank you. Jar uh, Jar Binks approves. I left for five minutes and came back in and killed. Oh, I want to make it clear I wouldn't kill any of the three former presidents that I was asked to MF or K. Uh, Kyle is actually a racist, confirm. Uh, can't have that following me. Uh, I was also quoted as saying that give me the black guy, so joke's on you. Thank you, Graham, for quoting that. That's going to end up being an important uh, part of my defense here in just a little bit of time. Oh, God, this is such a disaster, you guys. Thank you so much for being a part of that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ryan Chul says he needs a beer. Ryan, grab a beer. I'll spoon with the black guy. Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Give me, give me, th- I mean, the best part about, uh, the best part about, like, Zoning in on the whiteness or blackness of somebody is, luckily for me, it's blowing over the fact that I'm talking about spooning another gentleman. Uh, but you guys keep doing what you need to do for sure. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, we haven't had any screenshots. Randall Rhodes is right. Uh, uh, unfortunately, no screenshots. Uh, you need a Seth beer. Everyone needs a Seth beer. Or a Beth Sear, as we decided earlier. I say let's petition to have Kyle and Harper get into a fight. Nicole! Look, my head, I don't, again, my head cannot take any more damage. Look at this thing. It's got pockmarks and scars, and it's already misshapen. The last thing we need is for someone to destroy me in the, the battle arena. We can't have that. I, no one deserves to go through what I do. 
that is this is payback for taking David Peralta in fantasy. Uh, guys, we've had a lot of fun tonight with the uh, the prospects after dark with the MFK. We've had some fun with the uh, the the, the uh, uh, fantasy baseball talk. Does anyone else have any more prospect questions before this thing gets too far out of hand? Believe it or not, it will actually get further out of hand than where we're already at. Uh, so if anyone has any questions, bring them. I'll take Flaherty's girlfriend for you while you uh, while you're busy with Obama, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. I heard through the grapevine. Maybe I was mentioned. Yeah, Hunter, hey, welcome to our little paradise here. We were talking about how young you are and how uh, you and Graham are both re relatively the same age. Graham's a little younger than you, and you've managed to harness the essence of happiness in life, and Graham is already a miserable person. Uh, oh, here we go. I am out. Oh, okay, Nicole. Well, uh, it was a pleasure, as always. Uh, Nicole, it, uh, how about this, Nicole? I'm going to do this with you before you leave, if you haven't left already. You get an MFK. MFK... Tyler O'Neill, Paul DeYoung, and Jack Flaherty. What do you got for me, Nicole? Uh, Graham thinks his opinions are stronger than yours, Ives. That's right, Ryan. Graham was here saying that your opinions weren't nearly as strong as his are. Oh, God. Uh, I know it's a tough one, Nicole. Uh, we asked about spooning with M any MLB -er. Uh My answer initially... Uh, uh, my answer initially was Dexter Fowler. If anyone else has any other, uh, uh, anyone else, you know, Graham, Graham is here talking some trash on Hunter. Uh, let's see. Uh, d again, do we have any more, uh, uh, do we have any more prospect related questions? That poor SEAL Cup of Joe just retweeted this and he's got some of his followers in here. And here we are MFKing former presidents and Supreme Court justices and encouraging a fight between people who are under the age of 18. Welcome to Kyle After Dark. Take a drink. Uh, I know married young, but not sure about the other two. Okay, so in Nicole's MFK, uh, she's marrying Paul DeYoung. So she has to choose in between banging and killing uh, uh, Tyler O'Neill and Jack Flaherty. Good luck, Nicole. Uh, SEL Hattrick... Ask what's up with Denton and Willie Hit. And so Bryce Denton is one of the few guys, prospect-wise, that I haven't spent any time getting caught up on how their offseason went. I know he's dedicated to baseball. I know he comes from a baseball family. I know that they're really, really happy with being in the Cardinals organization. I know he's still super young. He's going to be 20, right? Or he is 20 right now. Uh, I think he can hit. But without seeing him and the progressions he's made since State College last year, I don't feel comfortable making an assessment. I know he's going to have to fight for playing time at Peoria. Uh, with that that probably stacked outfield. And I believe that he has the potential to regain his stock as a top prospect in the organization. It just depends on what kind of adjustments he's made. Uh, oh, sorry. Somebody said not Bryce Denton. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, Nicole, did you ever make your decision? Uh, okay, Nicole says she's banging Flaherty and killing O'Neal because he's a, he's a meathead. Nicole, more importantly, Tyler O'Neal is a Canadian meathead. He is our Canadian Rocky Balboa. Uh, so to recap, Nicole says, if the MFK of O'Neal, Flaherty, and DeYoung, she is marrying uh, DeYoung, she's going to bang town with Flaherty, and she's got to kill O'Neal. So that's great. Well done, Nicole. We appreciate it. Uh, let's see. Nicole is correct. You know what, Nicole? That's the uh, that, uh, If I had to choose, that's the direction I would go into. We're all on board. But Lauren Bundy makes a great point, a great counter-argument, something I hadn't thought of. Lauren says you can't kill O'Neal. 
if O'Neal won't die, then what do you do? Do you switch up? Do you say, all right, now i got to bang Tyler O'Neal, and I guess I'll kill Jack Flaherty? Do all of a sudden you decide to marry someone different? I'd love to know. It's an interesting question. Uh, i got to bounce, Kyle. See you next Monday. Rebby, Rebby Grill, thank you so much for being a part of this. Uh, it was a pleasure. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> so Patrick B. says he's waiting for the day that a Cardinal player opens his periscope. I've got some news for you, brother. Uh, Cardinals players have opened this periscope. Minor league players have opened this periscope. Uh, it's just they don't participate, luckily for them. Uh, MFK, <laughs> Yogi Berra, Barney Flintstone, and Felix the Cat. Felix the Cat, you're banging. Uh, just because it seems like there might be a little, might be a little effeminate there. Feel comfortable banging that. Uh, let's see. I don't know. I don't know what I do next. I don't know what I. I didn't know what I do first, <laughs> but I definitely don't know what I do next. Uh, oh God. Uh, who are who are the options? Uh, who are the options? Let's see. MFK Graham Ives and Mo. Look, we we've decided we're not going to do the MFK with people who are involved in the chat. Uh, Graham says Kyle is a mess. Graham, I am one hundred percent a mess, and I couldn't be happier about it. Uh, let's see. Uh, is that it? Does anyone else have anything else? This is how much bourbon we have left. Ah, man. I've got my lips on some black bush tonight. I like what you did there. Uh, that's Grichik's sister. <laughs> I love this. I love this so much. Oh, uh, Barney and Yogi. Uh, you know... The problem with Yogi is he'd keep you entertained, but you get annoyed by how stupid he is. This is the same thing that women come in contact with with me. Like, I'm kind of entertaining, but really I'm just annoying in the long run. So I'd probably have to kill Yogi and uh, marry Barney. Uh, you're an entertaining mess. Thank you very much. Uh, fantasy Draft Talk time. Fantasy Draft Talk stays in the Fantasy Draft uh, uh, private uh, private chat. Uh, does Alvaro Cejas have a chance to start in Peoria? Uh, Mr. Adam Butler, uh, my friend. I would say that Sejas and uh, Oviedo both start in Peoria. I think that's right where they're at. Uh, gotta go. See ya. Hunter Ives, thank you so much for participating. Uh, you and Grammy, we were just joking around with that. Uh, have some fun with it. Again, you're like uh, the devil and the Jesus here. And one of you is good. And the other, one of you is pure. And the other one of you is kind of like a trash. And uh, we were just trying to juxtapose there. Uh, wait. Are, are we offering PayPal? I'll give you my PayPal if you send me cash. Uh, see you next time, Kyle. Gotta go. Check your DMs. GM Gersh, thank you so much. Uh, G looks like GM Gersh snuck into my DMs. Uh, I, I can't do two things at once, buddy. You know that. So I'll, uh, I'm, I'll get to that later. Uh, Kyle doesn't want to talk fantasy baseball. He's ashamed of his team. That is a fact. I am absolutely ashamed of my team. Uh, and also because no one else is interested in the fantasy baseball talk. Uh, if, if everyone was involved in the league, which would be incredible, uh, then you'd be right. But I, I really don't like my team. I think my team is terrible. I've got a ton of question marks. I don't like how my outfield shook out. Uh, I was also making picks pretty well. I like the co-patch. Um, I was making picks pretty much just looking at my phone and picking the first person all weekend because of the situation I was in. And uh, anyways, you know, we'll do what we can. Moses is a, a savage, but Moses is a really good fantasy baseball drafter. Uh, wait, what's an 
Oh, the oral office. Looks like we're talking a little Bill Clinton, huh? That's fun. Uh, Randall Rhodes, thank you so much for joining. Uh, it's a pleasure, sir. It's a pleasure talking with you. Uh, well, I hope to have you back, man. You're great. Uh, let's see. Kyle is the Mo of fantasy baseball, low-hanging fruit. You're right. You're right. I did get Chris Bryant, and I do have Alex Bergman, but the rest of it's low-hanging fruit. All right, so this is where we're at. Uh, we've ran it on for an hour and 23 minutes. Uh, I've got this much left. I'm going to drink it. I still have a little bit left. All right, so that is it for Prospects After Dark. Uh, to everybody in the Fantasy League, again, guys, thank you so much for participating. Mo's Algorithm, thank you so much for dealing with some of this. Uh, if you are Tadpole or that other guy who's taking forever to draft, draft quicker. Uh, for Cardinals Gifts, remember, if you want to contribute to Birds on the Black, you should. It's really simple. It's really easy. Just... Uh, Come in, pinch hitters. You can write for us. You can submit your videos. You can submit your photos. Be a part of our community. Uh, it's like this just all the time. Uh, I love this community that you guys have basically made and helped cultivate. And I thank you so much for being a part of it. Um, on Wednesday is my write-up for the lovely and talented Andrew Kisner. You're going to want to read that. It's a long one with some beautiful gifts uh, and a lot of information. STL Cup of Joe is kicking it with The Athletic, doing some stuff for Birds on the Black. It's wonderful. We got a great article from Zach Gifford, who is an incredible, incredible writer. Uh, Alex Crisofulli, who is not Ben Cerruti or any combination, uh, it does amazing things on a regular basis with his shorts. Uh, ben Cerruti, who doesn't write for Birds on the Black, is a great follow. Follow him. Uh, Nicole says, I would, but sadly I live in Alabama. I have no pictures or anything to share. Perfectly fine. Uh... Thank you for participating. Cardinals Gift, thank you for participating. You're the best. Lauren Bundy, you're the best. So, uh, that was Prospects After Dark. Uh, a, a tremendous episode. You guys brought it uh, for everybody at Birds on the Black. For myself, more so than anything. For the Reese family. Uh, that's all that I have. Uh, to everyone, thank you so much. And, per usual... Happy hunting.